Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. I am alone this morning, but we are back for another Monday morning episode. Let's start off in the normal Monday morning fashion by getting into the weather headed into this week. To start off in Los Angeles, California, it'll be clear today with a high of 94 in Houston, Texas. There will be some rain coming in today with a high of 95 degrees. In Chicago, Illinois, it will be clear with a high of 75. And in New York City, there will be some rain coming through today with a high of 80 degrees. So I am alone again this morning, as I stated a couple episodes ago. Uh, Chris, unfortunately, can't be with us right now. He will be returning uh, as soon as possible. He'll be with us on Wednesday for the Idiots in the News episode. However... For this episode, he is not, but that never stops the news from coming in. We always have news to give you on these Monday mornings, and let's jump right in as we do have a lot to talk about today. So first off, the gun control bill known as the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act has been officially signed into law. The bill was passed in the Senate late Thursday night, that vote being 65 to 33, with 15 Republicans voting yes, including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Texas Senator John Cornyn, and Utah Senator Mitt Romney, along with others. The bill then passed the House by a vote of 234 to 193, with 14 Republicans joining all Democrats in voting yes for the bill. President Biden then signed the bill into law Saturday morning before he departed for Europe. We have talked at length over the past week about what is included in this bill, but let me just run down the list quickly in case you aren't aware. It includes incentives for states to implement red flag laws. It clarifies who needs to register as a federally licensed gun dealer, which also determines who is required to run background checks before selling any firearms. It requires enhanced background checks on those that are 18 to 21 in trying to purchase a firearm. And it also closes the boyfriend loophole, which essentially means... If a boyfriend is convicted of assaulting his girlfriend, he cannot purchase or own a firearm. However, that right is reestablished five years after completing his sentence if there are no follow-up abuse charges. It also adds distinct federal crimes for gun trafficking and straw purchases. It also gives billions in federal funding to help address the mental health crisis in the country, especially in youth. If you would like to see the cost breakdown for this bill, we gave a detailed breakdown of it in Friday's show. President Biden says that this bill still lacks some of the things that he desires when it comes to gun control, but still remarked that it was the most significant piece of gun legislation we have seen in 30 years. And the real breaking news for this week, the historical case of Roe v. Wade has been officially overturned by the Supreme Court. The ruling was released just after 10 a.m. on Friday morning, with the final vote being 6-3, that split falling in line with the court's conservative to liberal split. So what does this ruling actually mean? The ruling given in Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization overturns the ruling of Roe v. Wade, like I said before. But in addition, it also overturns the case known as Planned Parenthood v. Casey. These two cases were a foundation for the constitutional right for a woman to get an abortion, no matter what state she lives in. These cases establish the idea that abortion is a fundamental constitutional right under the 14th Amendment. That subsequently put many restrictions on states who wanted to either ban or heavily restrict the right to an abortion. 
The reason for that is because with the right to an abortion being established as a constitutional right, it put abortion protections on a federal level, effectively overriding any laws put into place by states in many cases. Overturning Roe and Casey has essentially lifted that federal protection. The majority opinion of the court written by Justice Alito stated that a review of Roe and Casey as well as a look into the history of American law and common law showed that abortion was not a right explicitly stated in the Constitution, nor is it an implied right under the 14th Amendment. So, if abortion is no longer protected by the Constitution, what does that mean? It essentially means that control will be handed back to the states on whether they allow the right to an abortion, like things were before the Roe and Casey cases existed. And states throughout the country have very differing opinions on what to do about abortion, some states are either completely banning abortion or placing heavy restrictions upon it. At this time, 26 states in the country have either already put those heavy restrictions in place or are expected to do so in the near future. This has included states such as Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Utah, and others. There are other states such as New York, California, Colorado, and others that are attempting to expand the right to an abortion to help women who need to have one even if they live in another state. New York, for example, has been working to start a fund that would help to pay for the procedure for many women who travel in from other states. All of this being said, it doesn't mean that the fight for abortion rights is over at the federal level. President Biden promised on Friday in remarks regarding the ruling that he would use all of his executive power to protect the right to an abortion, and at the same time, he called on Congress to do everything in their power to enhance the federal protection on abortion rights as well. Congress could have several options at their disposal in this area, including codifying Roe and Casey, which they have already tried to do. However, the filibuster in the Senate prevented that bill from passing in the end. There could also be other ways that Congress is able to step in, such as by giving federal funding to those that need to travel out of state to get an abortion, but it is important to remember that any bill that Congress brings up will need to pass the filibuster in the Senate unless they go the route of reconciliation. This could make passing any of these protections very difficult. From here forward, we are likely to see many legal challenges to abortion restrictions across many states, along with attempts from Congress to get something passed. This is a story we will continue to follow for more details as they come out. The overturning of Roe v. Wade is not the only major decision made by the Supreme Court this week. In a case known as New York Pistol Association v. Bruin, the court also struck down a New York law concerning gun rights. The law in question essentially states that in order to get a concealed carry license for your firearm, you need to cite a specific reason for needing it. If the state finds that your reason is deemed proper, you will have a better chance of obtaining that concealed carry license, and it is a restriction that you need to pass through in order to get the license. In a 6-3 vote, however, the Supreme Court found that this law violates the Second Amendment right to bear arms. In a concurring opinion, Justice Kavanaugh and Chief Justice Roberts noted the limitations to the court's decision. The two justices state in their opinion that states can still require those that want to conceal carry to get a license to go through background checks, fingerprinting, training on firearms, and more. They state that the ruling specifically struck down the requirement of stating a reason for wanting or needing the license. 
This ruling has garnered a very divided response across the country, with Republicans largely celebrating the ruling and Democrats largely fearing that this could worsen gun violence throughout the country. In a dissenting opinion, Justice Breyer noted the 277 mass shootings that have taken place this year alone, which is an average of more than one per day. He wrote about the possibility that this ruling could restrict states' abilities to restrict who carries a firearm in public, which could have deadly consequences. This ruling also came at a time when Congress was in the middle of passing a bipartisan bill to put more control on gun rights, such as creating red flag laws and closing the boyfriend loophole, as I mentioned earlier. This has further intensified the divided response. Regardless, the court's ruling has left laws similar to New York's open to legal challenges. Laws like this one exist in states such as California, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Hawaii, and others. $6 billion worth of student loans is being forgiven thanks to a three-year-long action suit brought against the Department of Education. This is because hundreds of thousands of students experienced defrauding and misconduct by their schools, along with the federal agency. This forgiveness is expected to affect about 200,000 students who are part of a list of those who attended colleges that are known to have engaged in misconduct. It will also affect 64,000 students who took out loans to go to colleges that are not part of that list, but will still have their cases reviewed. This forgiveness will include refunds of money already paid to the Department of Education, as well as credit repair. Many of the colleges on the list of those that engaged in misconduct are for-profit colleges. This is the latest in the Biden administration's action plan to eliminate as much student loan debt as possible. So far, we have seen debt relief for those with permanent disabilities, those in the public sector, and those who attended Corinthian colleges. It is still unknown whether or not we will be seeing student loan debt cancellation for the general population, as talks of such cancellation seem to have fallen somewhat quiet in recent weeks. That doesn't mean that it won't happen, but no announcement is set at this time. On Thursday, the FDA issued a ban on Juul's popular vaping device, along with their menthol and tobacco-flavored products. This move by the FDA effectively ordered Juul to remove these products from the U.S. shelves immediately, taking them off the market. The reason for this immediate ban, according to the FDA, is because the Juul company has failed to provide them with enough evidence to show that their products are not detrimental to the public health. Specifically, the agency noted the possible existence of dangerous chemicals within the liquid cartridges. The company is disputing these claims, saying that they gave the FDA a 125,000-page report that contains several studies and other forms of evidence to prove the product's safety. With all that being said, Juul did receive some relief with the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia granting a stay on the ban while they review the company's briefing for an emergency review. That means that in the meantime, Juul will still be able to sell their products here in the U.S. However, that does not mean that they are in the clear. There still will be more to come on this as the court case plays out. Now moving into rapid news, stands collapsed at a bullfight in Colombia, killing six and injuring over 200 people. Also, in a G7 meeting, President Biden stated that the U.S. will be banning gold imports from Russia in an effort to further isolate Russia's economy. Now getting into good news for this morning, and this is just determination at its finest. 28-year-old Daniel Scully from 
Australia, has broken the world record for number of push-ups done within one hour. Scully did 3,183 push-ups in an hour. That is 51 push-ups every minute. And all this was done while Scully was experiencing extreme pain. The reason for this is because Scully suffers from a condition known as complex regional pain syndrome, which essentially means that Scully suffers from pain even when it's not really there. A soft touch, a soft breeze can trigger his brain to tell his body that pain is happening, even though it's really not. This has been a part of Scully's life since he was 12, but he wanted to show that he could overcome it, and he decided to go for this feat and for this world record. And it's not the first one he's broken, either. He stayed in the plank position, the abdominal plank position, for 9 hours and 30 minutes effectively breaking that world record. He also had to take three attempts at this push-up record, but in doing so, he has raised up to $61,000 for the Australia Pain Management Association. So, honestly, the determination here is insane, and the outcome is just as wonderful. The fact that he was able to push so hard, so hard, to break this world record, to the pain that he endured, everything that he suffered through to get here, just absolutely crazy, and he wants to continue on. He doesn't have a specific next goal in mind just yet, but you can assume that he's going to aim high when he does figure that out. Just absolutely crazy. 3,183 push-ups. For any person, that would be monumentally crazy. But for Scully, who is suffering with this, you know, regional pain syndrome, that's even more just awe-inspiring and truly wonderful. Honestly, it gives me more determination to just start pushing myself as well. So, <laughs> if you need uh, something to boost your determination and motivation, here you go. Because this story enhances all of that, I promise you. Try to tell me that hearing about this does not make you want to just exercise or do whatever, you know, motivate you to do that project that you're holding off on or just procrastinating on. You'll want to do it now. This guy is experiencing excruciating pain and did 3,183 push-ups in an hour. We can figure out a way over our hurdles. I promise you. <laughs> But that is the end of this Monday morning episode, you guys. We'll be back here on Wednesday for another Idiots in the News, and then I'll be back here on Friday for a wrap-up in the news week. Until then, follow us on Twitter. Link in the show notes, as always. Spread us around. We're on all platforms, so give us a share. We hope you enjoy, as always, and we'll be back here on Wednesday. See you later, guys.